Angela Scott is a longtime Alabama-based photographer whose photography business has always been a side gig as she raised her two children. Once her kiddos left home, she felt stuck when her photography business didn't take off. Today, Angela sat down to share with me how she turned sessions she used to make $500 from into $3,000 orders, why she couldn't figure out how to do it on her own, and her plans for traveling with her college daughter now that her photography business is profitable. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. Angela Scott, welcome. And I'm so glad you are here joining me today. Where do you live? At Northeast Alabama, about 45 minutes from Huntsville. Okay. I hear the accent. <laughs> Everybody does. People say I went to college somewhat in the South down in Memphis. I mean, that is South. And people said I had such a Northern accent. I don't know. I guess it's where you're from, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, tell me about your family. Okay. I'm married, been married 30 years this coming May, have two kids. They're grown. I've been doing photography for, well, ever since my little girl was probably three, she's 20 now. And it was, it was nearly like a, a, a hobby. <laughs> I did have clients throughout the years. And I mean, I loved, I loved to be in with the clients. They were great. And I, I never was the digital side though. I always printed, but it was more of the small prints. Occasionally I would offer, like if I'd done the mini session, <laughs> which is horrible by the way, if I'd done the mini session, I would give them the digitals because I didn't want to deal with printing Christmas cards for them. I just let them do that. So I, I did have customers, but then it's like the last few years that just tapered off. And I was to the point where I didn't really even know if I wanted to just keep doing this because I wasn't making anything, but I had all this equipment and backdrops and indoor and outdoor, you know, equipment and I just wasn't making the money with it that I needed to. Yeah. So you started back in film, did you? Like I did? Uh, yes. I believe, you know, digital was, you know, it was coming along, but I actually did buy a, the large format to get started in the business. And then as you were raising these kiddos, was that your, were you a stay-at-home mom with photography kind of as a little side income or did you do something else? Yes, I was a stay-at-home mom. And that was just kind of a sideline. Uh, I wanted to be there for them. So I was always at the school doing, you know, different things. And I was the mom with the camera all the time at the school, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And now the kids are out of the nest and if they're ever fully out of the nest, I don't know, mine are in that right. age too. 
Um, and now you're, you started thinking about photography differently. Or, actually tell me first, what do you love to photograph? Cause you've grazed kids all those ages. What's your thing? I, I love families with small children. I just love to see their interaction and just the hugs and the, I don't know, the togetherness that you can just capture that for them. So that's yeah. really what I like best. Got it. And so now your life, do you find your life opening up with time again with these older kids? Um, and then you're thinking, okay, maybe I could do this. Did you talk to your husband about this or what's, what are his thoughts on your business? Yeah. He, he always said, you can do this. You don't need anybody else's help. You can figure out a way to make money. I'm like, no, I I can't, (laughs) I need help. And 20 years been trying there, honey. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So it was tough convincing him to, I really want to take this class. He's like, you can do it. And then we would talk. And anyway, finally, he's like, well, okay, if you take this, <laughs> this is bad. He says, if you take this and it doesn't work out, just don't be afraid to admit that you were wrong. And I'm like, okay, I'm jumping. <laughs> the whole, so, I was right, right. You can say yep, it. I'll get a t-shirt yep. with it on there. <laughs> So how did you find boutique first before that, that conversation even happened? How did you find boutique? I actually got your book probably three years ago and I would read a little bit and I'm be like, well, I don't know how to do all this. And I would read a little more and I don't know how to implement it. And, and I'm assuming, I, I can't remember for sure, but probably an Instagram pop-up or something where I started seeing your stuff. And then I would, um, you know, I'd listen and think, well, maybe, and maybe, and finally I've just come to the point where it's like, I, I need this. I've tried it on my own long enough and I'm right. out of ideas, right? right? Think exactly. of 20 years. Like if all of yeah. those orders would have been two or $3,000. Oh like, my goodness. What yes. would that have looked done for your life all those years? It would have changed it a, a lot of ways. My daughter wants to travel. And I want to travel with her (laughs) and I would like to do more things like that, you know, with her and it would have just give us the income to, to have done more of that. Well, we always took them on vacation, but like, I want to go overseas. She wants to go overseas, you know, a few things like that. Yeah. Which now you can fund, right? That's why I think people justify when they're raising kids that they're too busy to be boutique. And it's like, no, it's the, now's when you need to be boutique more because you have less time. You need to get those higher orders. You can't stay up all night working all the time, all the time, all the time. Right. All right. So you found us, you're like, all right, you talk to the hubby. You're like, I'm going to invest in myself. I know that I can follow systems. I can figure this out. Were you scared to like scrap, just go all in with boutique? Yes, I was very nervous. And it, like you say, it goes fast paced. And the funny thing, I had a vacation to, to actually just to the Smoky Mountains already planned. And I'm like, it's right in the middle of this class. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. So I tried to really cram every day and get everything done you know, like get the price list ready for review because I'm not going to be home on Monday when they review it, you know? So anyway, it was fast paced, but so worth it. And you did it. You kept up even with vacations in the middle, you kept up. Yeah. So the pricing and then the, the talking to people, the, the going out and getting people, 
Talk about, because you had a $3,000, Julie, talk about that. What the heck? Yes, it was actually a past client. I had photographed her newborn and then I think he was about six weeks old. No, I'm sorry, about six months old. But she contacted me during the class and I said, okay, well, things have changed. You know, I'd love to talk to you about my new business and you know, the changes. And she's like, okay. So hopped on the phone with her and she was fine with it. I told her the price. It was okay. (laughs) So I had the consultation with her in her home, which is the best place for one, I think. And I could see her walls where she wanted artwork. And, you know, she told me exactly what she wanted as far as, you know, portraits of the family and then the children, each one of them. So going over all that and knowing exactly what to do the day of your session makes a difference. You're not just shooting here and there and this and that. You know what they want. And so that consultation is so important. Yeah. And then when we had the presentation, the system to present with is awesome. And I done a grouping of what I thought would look really awesome on her wall and She's seen it and she said, that's what I want right there. So yeah, it was $3,074. Wow. And when you left there, were you like, what just happened? I was, I was fairly calm, but I'm like, I got to call somebody. (laughs) Who'd you call? I called my mom, my husband, my daughter. You know, I was letting everybody know that, look, this just happened. It's like, I told you so for me. I know. I was going to say, did you make your husband say those four words? Oh, hey, honey, I need them from you. That was the deal. Oh, that was great. That money enough was enough. So had you given done that with that client, what you used to do in the past, how big would that order have been? Oh, if she, of course, she only purchased for her. Now she did buy, I think the in-laws and maybe some family, like some eight by tens, but you know, in past times she would have been buying for her and maybe lots of other family. I might would have made $500 at the most because she would have bought lots of four by sixes and five by sevens and eight by tens. And she might would have done, she might would have done a 16 by 20 being how she was wanting her family, you know, photograph, but I I don't know. It was just, it's just so different. So much better. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? You serve better. And I hope there's at least one person listening who's told themselves, Oh my gosh, if I convert to boutique, I'm going to lose every single client. When here's the perfect example of how you had a right fit client that you weren't serving before, right? She would have been happy with the old thing or happy with the new thing. And yet you're serving her at such a higher level now. Oh, yes. It's just, it's amazing. You feel more confident too. And learning how to to speak to clients and telling them that this is artwork, this is heirloom quality that they're going to hang in their home. And it's, they, you know, we create memories when we're making these photographs. They're going to look back and remember that day and what happened and how much fun it was and the whole experience. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And it's interesting too, because 
I've had some, I mean, you've been doing it 20 years, right? So it's not like you just got your first camera a week ago and you're like, I'm so overwhelmed with everything. Like you've been shooting, you had a workflow, you knew how to edit and retouch. Like Mm -hmm. you had a pretty good system. You tried a lot of stuff. And I always tell people big doors swing on little hinges. So like, sometimes it's that little stuff, right? Like the seven B's of the first phone call. Once you plugged into that, were you like, oh my gosh, I got it. Oh yeah. I never was able to speak to a client like that and be confident. So implementing all of that, it's just, it's life-changing. <laughs> just say that. So yeah, it's not scary to take a calculus test when you have the answers, right? Right. <laughs> right. So talking to clients, you know what they're going to ask, you know what to say. So why is that scary? Shouldn't mm-hmm. be. Right. Right. Yeah. What do you say to that person who's like been stuck in just fear mode about making the choice to, to just go from digitals to boutique? Like boutique is so much better. Don't you think? Oh, I think so. Even though I wasn't, like I say, doing a lot of digitals, but just, just totally changing your business model. Of course, I know a lot of people that's what they done was digitals. I was just printing small stuff. Did you think you were boutique? Did you consider yourself boutique? No, I did spend a lot of time with clients while they would order, but you know, I never have had a consultation that brings it all together. It makes it so much easier, right? You know what you're going, you're going for. Yeah. Did you fill out the sheet? Did that help you? The worksheet that broke it into three categories of like what to shoot on your, from your price list. Yeah. I would would break it down. And like, I know that they want this shot, you know, and this shot and it just made it so much easier. Okay. This is the most important question. Okay. What is the next big trip you and your daughter are going to take together? When you get those next couple Julies, what's the dream? Yeah. Well, to, to stay in the U.S., that would have to be the first. She really wants to go back to the Grand Canyon. She actually got to go without me. And I want to go with her and see it. So that oh. would be would be great. So. And what's your outside of the U.S. dream trip? <sighs> Probably Europe. She actually had a trip planned in 2020. Her senior class, they were going. And that got canceled. So it was uh, England and Paris and Normandy and it all got canceled. So that would be awesome to get to that do. That is awesome. Well, we want to see pictures when you go, Angela. Deal? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I just love it. Thank you so much. Hey, photographer. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you liked this episode and you got value out of it, can you do me a really quick favor so that more people can hear it? Would you please head over to Apple Podcasts and do one quick little thing? Leave a rating and or review and tell me what you think of the Worth Every Penny Joycast. When I get feedback on the episodes you like the most, it really helps me as well. It helps me to know where you're struggling in your business or where you need more information. And until next time, remember, you're worth every penny.